Welcome to Coached Soul, a podcast for a better you. Here's your host, Steve Hudgens. Hey, welcome back to the show. I'm Steve, your host. I'm a licensed professional counselor here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. This podcast is about how to be a better you. Sometimes we interview a variety of people to help you to look at things from a different perspective. One of the things I'd like to talk about today is identity. You know, it's easy to talk about identity, but we really don't understand identity because we go through life thinking, this is who I am as a person. But then we encounter trauma or things that impact us and we begin to feel lost. And you're not alone. Many people experience this at some point in their lives in trying to figure out who they are. A lot of clients who come to my office, I will ask them, who are you? Without having the label of other people placed upon you. It's easy for us to say, well, you're a husband, you're a wife, you're a father, you're a mother, you're a daughter, you're a son, you're a brother, you're a sister, you're a banker, you're an IT developer. It seems like we allow these things to impact us to to define who we are. And we have to do some soul searching. And that's where boundaries come into place to help protect this identity. One of the things that I remember reading in scripture is talk about protect your heart and what flows from it. It's not about being Fort Knox and shutting down and thinking, oh my gosh, um, I, I don't want to get anybody to, to hurt me, so I'm going to put these walls up. When we put walls up, how does that help us to live a true, authentic self? And then you think about what is it that helps prepare you to have a strong sense of identity? Maybe you don't know your place in the world and you're trying to find it. Maybe you struggle to envision a future that looks different from what's happening now to you. Are you feeling discontent with parts of your life? You know, when you think about it, sometimes we feel like there's more to life than what we're feeling. And trying to have this identity is knowing your strengths and areas of opportunity to grow. One of the things I want to remind you is that identity is not something that you feel at the moment or that you recognize yourself in a reflective state. Building an identity is a journey in your life that you begin to discover piece by piece. A lot of times we have to be able to understand the struggles that we go through. It doesn't define us, it just develops us as a person. One of the things that 
I looked at as I was set in life to be, I don't know, a very different set occupation. And life had its twists and turns and didn't develop me into a certain type of person or an occupation. Events happened that I went from the military, moved to Tulsa, started working with a telecommunications company as a telecom engineer. And because of somebody's actions, it caused a lot of hurt and 6,000 of us were laid off. And you think, oh my gosh, that's my identity. I put seven years into this place and because of one person's greed of a mistake, it cost the company, which no longer exists. And it becomes a head swirl if we're not careful. And we think, oh my gosh, I put so much into this. So when you begin to look at society that we grew up in, it gives you these messages in your mind about the person you ought to be. You know, we grow up and your people ask us as kids, what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be a fireman. I want to be a doctor. I know for me, I wanted to be a doctor. And the more I studied, the more I look, uh, being a medical doctor wasn't for me. Uh, importance of being a family was important to me. So I didn't want to put the long hours in. So I went into management or retail and restaurants and then back into telecommunications again. And when you think about developing who you are, these are the bits and pieces that start helping you to identify. But then you put the expectations of your parents or other people in your life. And sometimes that becomes a burden that weighs you down because you have to meet certain expectations. And one of the lessons I've learned in life is I don't have to live to that other person's expectation. Or I don't need to be setting expectations that is going to be detrimental to myself. You expect a certain person to act, behave, and expect them to be this way, but what if they can't meet that expectation? Sometimes we have to replace expectation and replace it with acceptance. Accepting who we are. Accepting that other person who they are. They may have ideas of who you should be or your value and your path and way it should lead. You know, look at the message that society places on single people. Well, you got to get married. you got to have kids at a certain time. And we rush into these fast decisions not knowing who we are. So identity is not a fixed thing. It's always changing and being molded by the experiences that you encounter. 
Sometimes this can be a slow process over several years, many years. Uh, sometimes it can be fast, depending on circumstances that happen. So when you think about understanding your identity, you have to look deeply within yourself and ask, do I have boundaries to protect who I am as a person? You know, we go through different stages of life. You look at adult, young adult life, a lot of times is spent going to colleges or trying to figure out what kind of occupation they want to have. Then you enter a, a marital stage, a divorce stage. You're constantly renewing your identity that better reflects where you are, who you are, and what you want to be at that point in time. So when I talk about building your identity, it's not an overnight thing. But you have to ask yourself, you know, if I'm going to build this identity, what is my true, authentic self? A lot of times we're afraid to speak up because we're afraid of the reaction of the other person. I see this all the time in marriages. Um, you, you think about the marriages where couples don't communicate effectively because of fear. She may say, I'm afraid to open up and feel vulnerable with my husband because I'm afraid of the reaction that he's going to give me. He may tell me how I want to feel. Thinks I shouldn't feel this way. Tends to shut me down. And then the vice versa, the husband being afraid of trying to lead the relationship and she may be in this masculine emotional role that tends to shut him down. And that's a topic for another time that we need to discuss about how women need to be treating men and how men need to be treating women. So building an identity becomes soul-searching. And you have to work on really understanding your combination of your traits, your belief systems, your goals, your desires. And you have to be able to start working on, who am I? So going through... 34% chance of living taught me a lot of different things about who I am as a person. I had to create my identity. Having a spouse that left and having to go through cancer alone, well, I had three friends, but it shifted my mindset I went to work from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. at telecommunications, and I was switching gears to becoming a therapist and working at an inpatient hospital. And I did this with chemotherapy. I would go in on a Friday for one hour for a push 
Saturday was eight to five all day. And that was going on every other week. Fortunately, I don't have cancer, a slim chance of it ever coming back. But the unique experience of just going through pushing myself helped create this sense of confidence and understanding of who I am as a person. It's not letting your circumstances define you. That's easy to do because you can lose touch of who you are. And you have to be goal-orientated um, to really finding yourself. So when you think about identity, it's working and processing through the events. Childhood trauma tends to impact your identity because a lot of times we're not taught about identity or building boundaries. We're afraid to say something because of our parents' reactive state. And so we get so used to reactivity that it becomes hard to build boundaries. And one of the things that we need to look at is feeling comfortable with who you are. And the ways that you think, act, and treat others. Especially when doubt comes into play. Did I say the right thing? Did I do the right thing? If we don't have boundaries, then we're going to be persuaded by the other person's actions. Because as we become reactivity, and we don't want to be uh, reactive. So when you think about how do I find my true authentic self, then we need to look at, okay, what is my personality? You ever heard of the Myers-Briggs type indicator or the Enneagram type indicator? They're both good indicators of trying to figure out who you are as a person. You might be able to start there and try to figure out who you are. But it helps you to understand where you're coming from. Then we do something that we lack, and that's observing your feelings. Because you think about our society has taught us how to be reactive to certain situations. I think uh, one of our podcasts, Tracy Owens, said that man was giving own uh, one emotion. And that one emotion was anger. And you think about these experiences and how we react to them. Sometimes it's not who we are as a person, but we become so reactive to the situation that we have to be able to understand our own feelings. What's behind your hurt? What caused you to be hurt? Working with a inpatient hospital, I had a tech and there was an escalation, and I had to go down to the room to try to de-escalate the situation because it was just making things worse. 
the child was 10 years old in DHS custody, and he was going back and forth and arguing. And the text says, he just doesn't respect me. I need respect. And that's where I came up with the saying that a man respects himself. He doesn't need to command respect. For when he commands respect, he's lost respect for himself because he lowers himself to the standard of the person that doesn't have boundaries. Sometimes we have to teach people how to respect. Kind words stirs away harsh anger. Remaining calm in situations. And I said, did you even explore his feelings? Hey, I'm just curious. What is it that you're mad about? But instead, we become so reactive that we become on an emotional compromise, and that doesn't help our identity. Do you get anxious when you're making decisions? And developing this identity helps you to understand how to use this knowledge to work on your weaknesses or areas of opportunity to maximize your strengths. Sometimes trying to find an identity is finding a mentor. Unfortunately, mentors are hard to come by. Uh, uh, come by. Sometimes we look up to a movie star or a certain character in a book or movie, and we can identify with them, and we start to relate. And that's okay. But is that really living to your true authentic self of who you can be? Some people ask others what they think about themselves, and that can be a dangerous territory. Because are you living to your true authentic self or what they expect of you and how you are to behave or act to them? What are your core values? Do you have integrity? Dependability? What are some things that are important to you? Are you empathetic? These values help also to create this identity. And the most challenging piece of understanding identity is reflecting on your own past. And one of the things about reflecting on your own past is that what are your lessons about who you are as a person? Are there positive moments in your life that created who you are. My grandfather was a positive influence in my past. He taught me about empathy, caring for others, helping others, but also realizing that I have to have boundaries to protect who I am so I don't lose myself in the moment because it's easy to feel self-defeated. When you really think about it, guilt, shame, 
comes after receiving the truth. Right now you act on decisions based upon the knowledge that you have and the information that you have, and so you make these choices now. It's when you gain the knowledge of, oops, wrong choice, that we can have guilt and shame because we didn't know any better. So what does that teach you about your core values? How would you act if you were faced with a similar situation today? One of the things about building an identity is also looking to the future. Do you have goals? Maybe these goals have changed. This is the reason why for couples it's important to talk about your goals and what you want to accomplish in your marriage. So think about what are some goals that I need to build. Step out of your comfort zone. I asked a client to, to do this one day, to step out of your comfort zone. And so he went to a medieval festival and dressed up as a monk, and he enjoyed it. He played the part. He says, I would have never got into character. This is way out of my comfort zone. But he learned something new. Because it filled him with joy and passion when he tried new things. Now, granted, there are some things that are not healthy for us. So we don't choose that feel-good method of trying new things, and that's okay. You're just learning. Begin to write things down can help you with your journey in life of figuring out who you are as a person. Because think about the mixed messages that we receive every day from other people, whether it's our spouse, our children, work, education, commercials. There's a lot of things that bombards you and you ever get to a point to where you have this monkey chatter in your brain and you just can't turn it off. So writing things out in a, in a journal or trying to find ways of having self-discovery can help you with this identity. And finally, one of the things that I try to encourage my clients is meditation. Take about 10, 15 minutes and focus on your breathing with no noise. Three seconds of air in and six seconds out slowly. And you begin to focus on this breathing and meditating can help clear your mind. And the biggest thing is we are our worst harsh critics. We begin to judge ourselves. I want you to think about judgment. How critical are we? What messages come into play about judging who you are as a person? I'm not enough. I can't do enough. And that's where healthy boundaries come into play and say, okay, I might be disappointing to someone, but what is their expectation? 
are we living to their expectation or are we living to our goals about who we are as a person with empathy and compassion and not judging ourselves? So living to a true authentic self is finding yourself building healthy boundaries about your identity. Now I want to speak to those who are faith-based for a moment. Our identity for faith-based is found in Christ. That's why I like Lauren Daniel's song, you say, I keep fighting these voices in my mind that say I'm not enough, but you say that I am. How we view ourselves also sets the course in what we do. So, work on who am I? What is my purpose? What's my goals? Talk to your spouse about your goals. We say, well, we fell out of love. Nah, falling out of love is a choice. What are we doing? It takes work to build a relationship, to hold a relationship. So, these are some things of little pieces of nuggets of who are you as a person. I hope this is of value to you or trying to figure out who you are so that we can have healthy boundaries. So I wish you the best. Again, if you need to reach out, it's coach at coachthesoul.com is my email. Look forward to hearing from you. Until we meet next time, be safe and be kind. Thanks for joining us today. We hope to have you back next week. Until then, be safe and be kind.